if you are not good at interviewing, you're not going to get the job. So you have to treat this like a skill that you are constantly developing and maintaining and getting better at. Really understand the company, its values. It's too easy to search for interview questions right now as well. Like really understand like what types of questions you're going to get asked. Do a simple Google search, mock interviews, ask for help, find somebody that can help you with getting better at interviewing. The most important tip is you need to crush your interviews when you get them. So you need to do all of the things before this, but then if you suck at interviewing, it doesn't matter. Focus on being great at interviewing and treating it like it's a skill that you are working on getting better every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Free Retiree Show. You go to podcast for your career and your finances. I'm your host, Wealth Manager, Lee Michael Murphy. I'm alongside my pal, interview coach, Sergio Patterson. What is up, everyone? For today's episode, we're going to be talking about seven tips to help you stand out from the competition. Right now, Serge and I have been talking about how competitive the job market is. Yes, we're getting good unemployment numbers. Economy is relatively strong, but people in higher end jobs of healthcare and technology, it's a struggle right now. So Serge, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, you're pretty much spot on. I think overall, the numbers are strong, but like in specifically in technology, with all the layoffs that's been happening, Meta has laid off thousands, Amazon's laid off thousands, Microsoft, Google, and you have super talented people flooding the market. So I have people hitting me up almost on a weekly basis to just get time and try to figure out how can they stand out? What can they do differently in the interview process? Because a role opens up, like I'm at Airbnb right now, and they get thousands of applicants within a day or two. So I thought we could just put together a basic kind of a few tips on how to stand out in this market because it's different. It's different than other times because you have so many talented people without work. So yeah. I've been referring people to roles and they're not even getting phone screens right now. Wow. Recruiters are just rejecting them. And I'm like, dude, this person's totally qualified but they have so many options right now. So how do you even get seen in this, in this environment where they're being flooded? Like, how do you at least get some eyes on this application that you sent through? Yeah, so I think that's probably a good segue. We can go through some of the tips, but I think this is something, this has been a staple for our show, but trying to develop some sort of brand online. And I think all of us maybe struggle with this a little bit. Like Lee, I think you've come a long way. Like you're doing an amazing job right now on LinkedIn. And I'm sure you, that's maybe, I don't know, you tell me, has that helped you in your business or what impact has that had for you when you think about developing your brand? In the job search, it's been pretty great. I'm not looking for a job, but I do get yeah. calls pretty much every day. A lot of that has to do with the LinkedIn presence that I have, which is, it's not amazing. A few thousand or 4,000 or whatever it is. And being active is key and opportunities are always there. It has been great in that regard. I bring that up because it's developing a strong personal brand online. That's a tactical way you can stand out. So if a recruiter knows who you are before they even see your resume and then they, oh, Lee Michael Murphy, I've seen his posts on LinkedIn. He's mm -hmm. killing it right now. Or I've seen him on TikTok or whatever it might be. You have to figure out ways to stand out. The first way, have a strong brand. It's easier said than done, but I think it's like showing your skills, be consistent. Lee, you talked about consistency. We talk about posting consistently, like creating content, that sort of thing, and making sure your LinkedIn's up to date. Yeah, Serge, I think it, there's a thought out there that why do I need to do a LinkedIn profile? These companies that I'm applying to, we don't even know if they're on LinkedIn. So what's the point? I'm talking about the tech space. 
every recruiting organization has LinkedIn. I'd say they have the market 95% covered. That's what I've heard also is all these recruiters now are on LinkedIn. They're utilizing it. They're on it pretty much as part of their job. It is a part of their workflow. And I know there's some competitors in LinkedIn right now, but LinkedIn is the major player. So like a recruiter will literally start their day, go into LinkedIn, review their applicants, look at their profiles. LinkedIn is now your online resume. So LinkedIn's one place. There's other places you can develop your brand, but it's super important when you think about tactical ways on how to stand out from others. That's one way to stand out, have a strong online presence and a strong brand. So what's the difference if I have my LinkedIn profile versus having a LinkedIn profile, but not using it? It's huge. When I'm interviewing, like if my team asked me to interview for something or interview for a role, the first thing I do is actually, I put their name into the LinkedIn search bar and try to find their profile. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a profile picture and you don't have anything on there and you're not posting, that is telling me something that is, it's not bad, but it's not good either. So it doesn't help your case if you don't have a very strong LinkedIn profile. So that's one, right? We talked about developing your brand online. The second thing that happens a lot I see is people just not being ready with their resumes and their cover letters. If you are looking for a job right now, and if, even if you're not, you need to have your resume ready to go because you never know if your name's going to be on that list to get laid off. Be proactive about this and you don't need to spend hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. There's so many tools out there like Canvas where you can actually have a template and build out your resume, but don't do like the... I got laid off and now I have to build my resume. Get your resume ready to go because that's going to save you time. And in order to stand out, like you need to be ready to apply. I've had people hit me up about, oh, I'm interested in this job. And then they're like, oh, my resume is not ready. And then I hear from them like two weeks later, they send me the resume, but the role is closed. Companies are not keeping jobs open as long as they used to because they're getting so many applicants. So make sure you have like your resume ready, customized, depending on the role you are applying for. What, what I mean by that is you might be applying for like a software engineer role for a, a certain company. Maybe you want to highlight certain things for that company, but then for a different company, you want to highlight something else. So you should have a couple of resumes that you can move through depending on what you're applying for. So we talked about the brand, get your resume ready. This third one I think is probably most important using your network. This is also a staple on our show. Again, how you're going to stand out in this competitive market, leverage your network. And I see a lot of people doing that now. Hit me up on LinkedIn, asking me for time, asking for referrals. Don't be afraid to do cold messages to people who work at the companies you want to work for, but use your network because even the folks who are getting referred might not even get a phone screen, but they're going to have a better chance for, than the random person applying online. So you want to do whatever you can to make that percentage of you getting an interview that much higher. What do you think the difference is between someone that just, they don't get referred in, but they get the interview versus someone that actually knows someone at the company? What do you think the difference is in that situation? I think it depends on how closely, let's say I know the hiring manager for this role and I vouch for this person I'm referring to, referring, that person would have a higher chance of getting an interview, like 100%. But if I don't have a strong relationship with the hiring manager, and I'm just like, oh, I know this person, I vouch for them or whatever, not as high. So that's also another benefit of making your network stronger so that the person who's referring you can actually vouch for you. That's when you'll see the most impact. But I'll still say in general, you will have a better chance of getting hired with a referral than just applying online. Not to say that applying online won't work. In my opinion, I think you'll have a better chance going through the referral process. So we talked about building your brand, make sure your resume is ready, leverage your network. The other thing is for folks who are laid off, this is specifically for you. I think it's really wild right now. Lots of people are getting laid off across the board. 
at some of those kind of unicorn companies like Google, it's it's no longer smiles and rainbows. It's mm-hmm. it's layoffs and cost cutting. Like Lee, like I don't know if you've been ever been laid off for a long time. I have for a few months. I got laid off, and in those moments, that's your moment to learn. If you're laid off right now, you have an opportunity to like increase your skill set, learn, and and grow. Right. I know people are probably hurting and they're worried about how they're going to make income, but you also have this time now to really double down on skills and skill building and making sure you're ready to go for that next opportunity. Don't be afraid to take that class, sign up for that course, learn something new in this new time that you have. I think that's a great piece of advice because if I don't really know a candidate and I see that, all right, I took this course recently, that just shows that's someone that's trying to increase their knowledge base. And I think what companies want is they want people that are willing to just always keep learning and keep improving themselves. So if you're out of work and you don't got anything to do, why not? That's a great tip. Exactly. And then you'll start to learn more about yourself and then you'll like skill development. You just never stop learning. That is tip number four. So tip number five, we talked a little bit about your brand and your resume. What's most important though, is like how can you showcase your achievements and your results? I think people can can talk about, oh, I worked at this job and I did this thing. But a recruiter wants to know exactly the impact you had. So what did Lee Michael Murphy do in this position? And what was the impact of the company? So you did this thing, but what was the what were the results? So whether it's your resume or LinkedIn, you have to highlight that so that they, when they see your LinkedIn profile, they know, oh, okay, so this is the value add. This is the value that this person is bringing. Otherwise, they're just like, oh, Sergio worked at LinkedIn and he worked as a program manager. Okay, what did he do? What did you lead? And what were the results? Because recruiters spend less than like, I want to say 10 seconds scanning resumes and profiles. I don't know the exact number, but it's very, actually says something about recruiters, but they don't spend that much time. So like, you need to be able to highlight your results quickly and show the impact. And that's going to help you stand out, right? We, we The whole point of this episode is how you stand out in this market. Actually, let's go back oh, on yeah. that one. Okay. The impact and results. You're putting it on the resume. How do you make it stand out on the resume? If they, if you're saying like they only give you like 10 seconds and maybe you do have something that's great that you did that was mm-hmm. very important to the company. How do you make it stand out on the resume? What's the strategy yeah. there? The strategy there is in your resume, like under towards the top, you start with your work experience. And you got to make sure your bullets, every bullet you add is, I worked on this thing, I achieved this, and these were the results. So that's, you use the same format for every bullet. I worked on this X project. This is why we did this project. And this is the results. So then a recruiter's, oh, this is the format. So every bullet is, oh, these were the results clear, clearly marked in that format across each role. So whatever company you have, you should have three bullets. Each bullet should be what you did and what was it, what were the results. So they can quickly see that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's actually more exciting to read as the person that's doing the resume review. They're going to be like, ooh, what did they do? What did they do? It's easy to figure out. Exactly. And the the consistent format is key also. So it's not all scrambled and random. Yep. I love that. That's a great tip. Okay. So tip number six, this one's interesting. I think if we're we're thinking about how to go above and beyond, depending on your role, when we talk about building an online presence, you could also think about ways you can whether it's like a website, a portfolio, some way to showcase, whether it's on out, outside of just the bullet points, but maybe there's some way on a website you could show the work you've done somehow, right? This one could be tricky because it's it's sometimes tough if you can't show exactly what you worked on. But the thought is how can you show visually 
whether it's a website or something, what you're actually good at, a portfolio, call it a portfolio. And this isn't something I've done before, but I'm thinking in terms of if you want to stand out, maybe it's a link tree where you say, oh, Sergio's LinkedIn, then Sergio's website, learn more about me. Something to make it a little bit different than the traditional candidate. Yeah. And that just shows that you took it more seriously and you've presented yourself in a unique way. I'm trying to think of ways that you would structure that. Could you put it on a Facebook or do you have your own yeah, Facebook you page? Like, create a Facebook page. What, what are the page, ways that people are doing this? There's like Squarespace. There's like easy, super easy, like website builders where you could do all about me website, right? You could send a recruiter to go to your, this is all about Sergio. This is where I'm from. This is my family. This is what I'm great at. Bringing them into you as a person too. If you think about, okay, how can I actually stand out? 90 something percent of people aren't going to have that. So for the folks who are laid off right now trying to find a role, I'd start thinking about creative ways to showcase who you are. And showcase your creativity. That's an amazing idea. And it just shows that you're probably better than the competition. So love it. And the last one is interview preparation. This is something we've talked about on this show, I feel like many times, but if you are not good at interviewing, you're not going to get the job. So you have to treat this like a skill that you are constantly developing and maintaining and getting better at. So really understand the company, its values. It's too easy to search for like interview questions right now as well. Like really understand like what types of questions you're going to get asked. Do a simple Google search, mock interviews. We talk about that a lot. Ask for help. Find somebody that can help you with getting better at interviewing. But all in all, like probably the most important tip is you need to crush your interviews when you get them. So you need to do all of the things before this. But then if you suck at interviewing, it doesn't matter. Focus on being great at interviewing and treating it like it's a skill that you are working on getting better every day. A hundred percent. And I think we've talked about that a lot, but it's easy to rely on your past experiences and be like, this is what I've done. My work shows for myself. But there are a lot of folks out there they just don't show well in the interview process. I've run into a lot of those that they are amazing people, but they don't show you they're amazing for a while after them because exactly. they can come off unnatural. They just have odd tendencies when they're interviewing. And that's where someone like you, Serge, can actually spot that out and be like, hey, you're weird right here. This is, what, this yeah. is where you need help. He did this wrong. So I think that's a very valuable piece of information because you only got what is it like 15, 30 minutes to really make a good impression just because they reject you after that amount of time. It's generally not because you're a bad candidate. You just didn't show well. For what it's worth, I, I actually just went through and helped a former colleague get a job at Airbnb. She started like a month ago and I helped her through the interview process and gave her tips and tricks on specifically how to get into Airbnb and she got an offer. So like practicing, it works. So yeah, hit me up. Uh, on LinkedIn, I'm I'm happy to send you some tips. And if we can't talk live, hit me up and we'll talk through email or message. That's amazing, Serge. You're the man. I would not hire you personally just because I know you so well. <laughs> but besides that, you're great at this. So folks, if you got questions and you need help in this area, make sure to reach out to Serge. He is actually phenomenal. And Serge, I'm lying. I would totally hire you for anything. He's fantastic in this space. So make sure you reach out to him on LinkedIn or send a question or email to ask at thefreeretiree.com. That's all we got for you today. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org. 
a separate entity. Me, Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Me, Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities American Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The free retiree, Securities American Advisors, and Securities American Incorporated are separate entities. Career advisor Sergio Patterson, attorney Matt McElroy, are not affiliated with Securities American Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. All or portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Airbnb Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.